0: Welcome to the Evidence Informed Teaching Podcast. Are you a teacher wanting to improve your classroom practice and deliver excellent teaching through access to research? Do you have a passion for teaching and are looking to connect with other like-minded colleagues through professional discussions? The Charter College has partnered with TeacherTap to support teachers to deliver excellent teaching through access to research, and we invite you to be part of this community. On this podcast, you will hear from fellow teachers, research experts, and you have the opportunity to be part of this professional discussion. You can find out more about the Charter College of Teaching and TeacherTap in the show notes. And if you find this episode helpful, why not share it with a teacher friend, take a screenshot and post it on your social media, or even better, leave us a five-star written review. Hello, welcome to your monthly summary of TeacherTap findings. I'm Karen Wespieser, and I'm going to be guiding you through some of the top topics that tappers have tapped. This month, we've had over 9,000 teachers tapping each day, so you can trust that this data is a nationally representative view of what teachers in England think. Today, we're going to run down my top five findings from the month, but you can find lots more findings on the TeacherTap blog and every day in the app. Download it if you don't have it already. So in the traditional chart style, we're going to run down from five to one. And in at number five, we actually have a joint finding. So I've got a finding for primary colleagues and a finding that I think will be more interesting for secondary colleagues. For primary teachers, I want to talk about scripted lessons. So this could cover a range of different approaches from a lesson that's fully scripted like a play through to something Looser, provided by your school, that plots out the sequence of learning, but you can still work around it. And in primary schools, although scripted lessons are still only used by a minority of teachers, they do seem to be becoming more common. 13% of primary teachers report that they use scripted lessons. That's up from 7%, so nearly double, since 2019. This is mainly driven by teachers who work in EYFS and Key Stage 1. So 26% of teachers in these key stages use them. So around a quarter. My hypothesis is that this is a result of some of the popular phonics programmes being scripted. But I could be wrong. Let me know what you think. And my top finding for secondary teachers is about subject knowledge. So we asked secondary teachers what they were certain they would get if they sat an unseen GCSE paper tomorrow in their subject. Over half said a grade nine, the top grade. Around a quarter said grade eight and 15% said a grade seven. But the really interesting bit here is in the different subjects. So the most confident teachers were linguists. Probably, to be expected, if you were born in Madrid or survived a year in Paris, a GCSE in those languages is probably pretty easy. English and humanities teachers were less confident than those who taught maths and science, probably because of the subjectivity of the mark schemes for subjects like English. Interesting? Let me know what you think. As we had joint fifth places, we skip four and we're on to number three. And it's all about Ofsted. We've been asking teachers' opinions on Ofsted for five years now. That's longer than the current inspection framework has existed, which was published in 2019, and matches the term of the current chief inspector who was appointed in January 2017. So how have views on Ofsted changed in that time? One of the questions we ask regularly is on a scale of one to nine, where one is the most negative and nine is the most positive, how positively do you feel about the school inspectorate? Of Ofsted? Back in the halcyon days of 2018, many teachers felt relatively positive about the inspectorate, although few were what you might call fans, scoring it a seven, eight or nine on our nine point scale. Around half were willing to give the inspectorate the benefit of the doubt, scoring it a four or five or six out of nine. And around a third were out and out negative, so giving it a one, a two or a three. Fast forward to 2023 and approval ratings have plummeted. Only a third of teachers now sit in that middle camp and nearly two thirds give it one of those three lowest scores. In fact, twice as many teachers give it the lowest score possible on our scale than at any other time we've asked some thoughts about why this could be maybe you think ofsted uh, more positively about ofsted if your own school is rated outstanding we check the data and that is not true the data does not support that hypothesis another idea maybe it's not just ofsted that teachers are feeling more negatively about maybe it's all government bodies Nope. We also looked at Ofqual and the Standards and Testing Agency on the same scale. And for these two bodies, opinions of teachers sit mostly in the middle, suggesting to me that teachers just don't really feel strongly about these organisations. Also, scores for these other agencies have barely changed since 2018, despite things like tags that we all went through. So, really, It is just Ofsted. Sorry. My finding for number two spot is all about school improvement. So nine out of 10 teachers know their school's current improvement priority. And I can hear the heads cheering in the background at that news. However, only around half say that they know this really well. Most say that they know it vaguely. The SLT normally set these priorities, so what do teachers think that schools should be focusing on? In secondary schools, the clear answer is behaviour. In primary schools, responses are slightly more mixed. Whilst behaviour, certainly behaviour during lessons, was selected by a lot of teachers, it was actually pipped to the spot in primaries, Uh, by curriculum and assessment. But let's compare how leaders responded to how class teachers responded. We found quite a difference. For example, only 14% of secondary heads thought that behaviour in lessons needs to be a priority compared to around a third of classroom teachers. So half as many heads thought that this was the priority compared to their teachers common conversation in schools at the moment is about behaviour and whether it's worse now than before the pandemic. So far the teacher tap evidence is that things feel worse but we haven't actually got any data that shows that it is worse. Of course that's just inside the classroom. It could be that things are worse outside the classroom or it could be that the incidents that are happening are are of a higher severity. Lots more about that in our blog if you want to do a deep dive into that topic. And my top finding for the month is all about toilets in schools. So, yes, a bit of a niche topic, a bit of an odd topic, but we're going to run with it. Come with me. So, we asked a series of questions to uncover the state and setup of school toilets. First off, how are toilets arranged? Is your school normal? or is it an outlier? The answer to this probably depends on when your school was built. We found that schools that were built before 2010 mainly had single gender toilets with a door between the corridor and the toilets. But in recently built schools, particularly secondaries, the door between the corridor and the cubicles has been removed. Almost three-quarters of secondary schools built since 2010 do not have that door between the corridor and the cubicles. However, we admit there are not that many schools that have been built since 2010. And of course, schools might have changed their toilet setup since the school was originally built as well. So the current toilet state of play is as follows. Over half of teachers say that their school has a set of single gender toilets, with a door between the corridor and the cubicles. The traditional approach, if you like. Around a third report single gender toilets without a door between the corridor and the cubicles, what we could call the more modern approach. And then around one in four schools have completely mixed gender toilets. We also checked to see whether the setup of the toilet block makes a difference to whether you think they're clean and whether you think they're safe spaces. So on the first of those, toilet setup doesn't seem to make much of a difference to cleanliness. 77% of secondary teachers agreed that their toilets were clean and in good working order. That did not change depending on toilet type. The results were very similar in primary, except even more teachers agreed that they were clean and in good working order. Teachers In schools where they have mixed gender toilets, were the most likely to say they were clean. When it comes to safety, though, nearly all primary teachers agreed that toilets were safe spaces for everyone. But only just over half of secondary teachers agreed that their toilets were safe spaces for everyone. So a bit of an issue spotted there. Finally we checked what type of toilet setup you think is best. Overall just 16% of secondary teachers and a third of primary teachers said that they would choose the traditional toilet, the single gender, door between the corridor and toilets etc. However there wasn't really a clear winner amongst the other options. Overall most teachers just opted to stick with what they currently have. There you go, hope you enjoyed that. That's all the findings for this month. Let us know if there are any topics that you think we should explore or questions you think we ought to ask on TeacherTap. You can find more information on the topics discussed today, including loads of cool charts on teachertap.co.uk. If you haven't already, you can find TeacherTap in your app store, download it, and get tapping if you have enjoyed today's episode and would like to access more research evidence for your classroom you can join the chartered college of teaching for as little as 196 per month at www.chartered.college and remember to download teacher tap free from your app or play store to share your views opinions and experiences from the classroom every voice makes the picture clearer